What is up, everybody? My name is Nick, here with my amazing... I, it's weird to call you the co-host. You're always the number one host, Nick Zalk. Uh, and we are joined by Hunter Sprague. Sprague? I'm sure you get this question. Sprague. Sprague. Dude, I, apparently I'm a glutton for punishment with weird names. So, uh, dude, yeah, Well, Sprague. you're talking to a guy with the last name of Offenkamp, so you can only imagine all of the, yeah. the weird pronunciations that I've gotten of that. <laughs> but Hunter, you have started the monolith movement, which is... Uh, Amazing. I, I love what you're doing there is in terms of the inspirational message that you're sharing, the uh, the coaching that you're doing. I mean, it, it's fitness, it's theology, it's life. You got a lot going on there. Uh, you're making some big transitions coming out of uh, a ministry job, and now you're doing this this coaching business full time. I'm super excited for our audience to get to, to know about you, to get to know about your story, about what you're building. But maybe let's just start with, hey, man, what's a, what's a day in the life right now look like or a day in the week? Oh, man. Yeah. So we were, we were talking before this is kind of this is day one of like full time with this with this venture. So um, and half of this day is me being, uh, you know, just a dad. So I got I got two little girls with me at home right now. So. Our, took my son to school. So, man, a lot of this, uh, it's kind of already like what I hoped it would be. It's just like, man, it's margin. It's like, I'm on my own schedule. I'm doing what my family needs me to do. Um, and so, you know, priority number one is just being a good dad, good husband. Um, and so thankfully, I've kind of found this this route that allows that to happen where, you know, again, you know, there's a level of, of control and and sovereignty in that, um, which is both terrifying and really freeing. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. But today, you know, I got I got this. I'm excited about this. I got some sales calls. I got you know some other some other stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it'll it'll hopefully be uh, a lot of margin to take care of myself and my family and um, my clients and. Yeah, just hopefully get, getting people on board, getting, getting guys healthy. So, yeah. 100%, man. Well, I'm so honored that on day one of being full-time in your new uh, endeavor that you'd uh, share some of that time with us. Um, talk to us about Monolith Movement and what the vision is there, what you're doing, and uh, what you're excited about. Yeah, so it, it goes way back. It's funny. I was sharing some of this stuff on my Instagram um, on my last day of my ministry job, uh, just looking back through all these old notes I had in my phone. And I've kind of been, you know, wrestling with this, you know, calling, assignment, all this stuff for, for a while now, you know. And um, I was looking back over these old notes and seeing, I would just put these little notes in of like, man, it just makes me so excited when I get to consult somebody and like coach them and help them like get get fit. Here, here's, here's, you know, here's an idea for a diet. Here's what you should do lifting wise, like cardio wise, some lifestyle stuff. Let's talk about testosterone. Let's talk about all this stuff. And it would just, it was kind of the spark in me of like, man, I really, really like that. Cause I had kind of been on that journey for a long time. I mean, you know, most of the last 10 years kind of on and off and, and over time just kind of saw like this, this weird thing of like, I was staying on the path and a lot of other people were kind of like on and off the path, like all the time, you know? And so it, it just created this, this weird thing in me because I'm one of those guys, like I, I find something I like and I just go hard, like, you know, <laughs> and it's, it's, you know, guns or bow hunting or, you know, like 
whatever it is, cigars, whiskey, like whatever it is. Like there's just, if I find a thing that I really like, like I go, I go all the way in. And, um, but over time realizing like, man, fitness is the thing that's been constant for a long time that I'm like, I've never really like kind of fallen out of or been like, yes, you know, like that was really cool and I still like it, but you know, I just don't do it as much. So, um, and so really a lot of this, uh, it was kind of that foundation, but then I think coming through COVID, especially seeing where, where COVID got a lot of people mentally, um, even if you never got sick, right? Like there was all these people where coming out of that, kind of return, returning back to some sense of normalcy, people were just like in a daze, man. Just like apathetic, just sad. You know, I I was hearing more and more anxiety, depression, burnout, like you name it, just all these things. Right. And so it kind of just became this very obvious felt need, you know, of, of man, this is where a lot of people are at in the church, um, in, in society as a whole, hundred percent, but it was just kind of sad to see that be so heavy and, and prevalent in the church as well. And so, um, for me, it was just like, well, okay, like here, here's the opening. Like I can really, uh, help this. Um, I think that fitness in my life has been a massive gift, you know, for multiple reasons. It hasn't just been like building a physique and bodybuilding. Like absolutely it's that, but it's also meant a lot more to me just in my development and my health and my leadership and my clarity and all these things. And so, um, it really just became this thing where I was like, man, we need to use that in the church. We need to be at least talking about that. And so monolith was just this thing of like, let's just have the conversation. There was really no hope or idea of, I'm going to go, you know, this can be my full-time job or like, I'm going to make, you know, make money off of this. I, I really had no idea. I was like, maybe I'll sell an ebook you know, or like a t-shirt or something at some point. <laughs> and over time, like several months in, I, I, I got connected with a guy. Um, and he, you know, I was kind of just having that, that same conversation. Like, dude, what, what is this? Like, what, what do I do with this? And he's like, I think you should coach, dude. I think, I think that's the route. And I was like, I've never thought of that, but okay, like, let's try it. <laughs> and so I, you know, he helped me kind of get rolling and get started. And so, you know, little by little, just getting, getting clients. And at first it was just like people I like kind of knew or knew more directly or, you know, and so it was just this very like word of mouth thing and it went really, really well and I loved it. And I, and and so then it just, it kind of, kind of grew of like, man, I I really, there's something here, you know, because it's, it's one thing to have this idea and the framework and the potential of it is just kind of in your head, right? It's just, it's all an abstract. It might be the greatest plan in the world, but it's still just an abstract, right? And so then to see it in practice and in, um, in reality and like this actually works for people, like that was a a pretty wild thing. And so Mm -hmm. I kind of turned that corner and then it was turning the corner of, you know, these are all guys that I kind of know, or at least like respect the church I'm a part of. And so it's an easier sell. Right. So then it was turning this corner of like these random dudes that I would never otherwise meet coming to me and be like, dude, I I want in, I want to go. Um, and so it, it just has grown, you know, I've, I've been, um, you know, as, as a business, this thing is barely a year old, you know, and, um, and it just grew a lot over time um, to the point where I was like, man, I really got to make a decision here. I can't keep up with both of these things and um, both my ministry job and this, uh, this business. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's just, it's been wild. It's been a lot of wrestling, you know, of like, 
this seems really scary. I've never been an entrepreneur. I've never, you know, done anything at this scale by any means. Um, I've been in full-time ministry my entire adult life. And, uh, and this is, you know, a, a very different reality. Um, and so, you know, just wrestling through that stuff, getting a lot of wisdom, talking to a lot of people. And it just became abundantly clear. Like, man, this is super affirmed in me. It's working. The results are there. The potential is there. And uh, it's one of those things where, you know, I say this all the time. It's like very scarcely do you find something that you absolutely love and are passionate about and would do for free that also can not only just provide for your family, but potentially be a better reality than we ever even imagined, you know, for ourselves. And so um, it's one of those things where it's like, I would be an absolute idiot to not just give it, give it the old college try for a little while, you know, and just see. And so, yeah. hundred percent, man. Oh, I love that. I, um, uh, part of the reason I'm so excited, I, I love what you're building, but uh, it's also just amazing to be able to sit down and talk with someone like yourself who's right in the process of making that jump of like, mm -hmm. okay, you're a, a year in of really building out this coaching and it has taken off. And so now you really got to do the risk assessment of, okay, am I going to bet it all and, mm -hmm. and go after this full time? I'm curious, just how have you approached that fear, that risk, like, what are the things that are keeping you up at night and what are the things that you're, you're telling yourself to, uh, to say, yeah, I, I got to go all in or at least got to give it a try? Yeah, I, that's a great question, man. I, I think I've, I've naturally always been like a very, uh, like the vibe and like the vision and like the brand, like that stuff comes really naturally to me, you know, like that, that's the part. And it's kind of, a lot of that's just so intangible, right? I'm an artist at heart. That's what I've always done. It's just every creative thing you can imagine. And so for me, it, it was this process of getting down to, at the end of the day, this is just math. It's literally just math. It's inputs and outputs. It's, you know, and I'm, again, I've never been a spreadsheet kind of person, you know, but I've had really great coaches that have helped me. And, um, there's my little, my little girl. Sorry. Um, That's but, awesome. No worries at all. <laughs> to apologize. Uh, but I've had some really good coaches that have helped me, um, help me in that, you know, just to kind of, it's like, Hey, keep that, keep that sense of like, of, of vision and, you know, aesthetics and brand and marketing, but also, Hey, at the end of the day, it, it comes down to it's, it's all data, no drama, you know? And so, so just kind of getting in that in my head over time, and building these systems um, to where, yeah, like I said, it's literally just inputs and outputs. And so uh, it's been kind of morphing my brain into this reverse engineering. So, okay, if, if I need to hit this number, then that means I need to get on this many calls and I have this level of close rate. I need to have this many conversations like in social media and just all these things. Like there's this whole spreadsheet and I have all the data. And, and so that's that over time that gave me a lot of peace of like, I'm not just, at the mercy of everything that's going on around me, right? And I think that's that's probably where a lot of guys are stuck because they're still in that kind of nine to five mentality of like, well, if I get fired, my only hope is I go and get hired by somebody else, right? And I think what you're seeing out there that's super encouraging is you're seeing a lot of guys are like, no, I just want to build a super valuable skill that I, I, I'm not at the mercy of anybody. I'm not like I can just go and, and do what needs, what needs to happen. And so a lot of it was just, it was kind of killing this scarcity in me that, you know, I mean, that it's kind of, 
it's an unintended thing that happens in ministry a lot of you just kind of get it in your head. Nobody tells you this, but you kind of get it in your head of like, man, I'll just, we'll always be like, you know, okay, I guess, but not great. You know, um, it'll always be tight. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll be tough. And, um, and to the extent that I think for a lot of people, they take that and they're like, it, it kind of, I know it has for me in the past where it's like, it becomes this sense of like righteousness, you know, of like, oh, I'm just, I'm suffering for, you know, for the ministry. And I think we're at this like really crazy place in time right now where it's just like, dude, there's so many ways to build wealth and make money. And it, it's not just this like one-to-one lever pull of like, I do this amount and I get this out. It's like, dude, it could be a one to 100, you know, yeah. kind of transition and ratio um, of like the return you're getting for what you're doing. And so, um, it was a lot of that. And that had to really be built in me. Like that, that's again, that, none of this is natural to me at yeah. all, but it was just, it was surrounding myself with the right people that are just a few years ahead of me and, and them just pouring that knowledge in. And, um, and it was, it was killing a lot of that fear, you know, of just, and a lot of that, because you have that, that sense of, you know, um, imposter syndrome and like, who am I to do this? Like, I don't know anything and all this kind of stuff. But I, you know, when you really, um, really think about it and think about your life and everything that's happened in your life and just the things you've struggled with and, you know, how you've always been provided for no matter what, you know, there's kind of this, always this like coming back to like equilibrium and balance and, um, Mm -hmm. and, and just, it's like, that's the track record. Right. And, and so for me, it was just thinking about God's faithfulness in the past and every time that I've made a big jump, it's been like the most incredible season. You know, it's been a really beautiful time. And um, there's, that, I don't know, like that thing just kind of welled up inside of me of like, dude, I, I, I want to like, I want to experience something. Like we were at a prayer gathering yeah. yesterday at church and I was just like, God, I just, I just want to see what you, what you, what you'll do, honestly. Yeah. Like that, that's the, that's the, the excitement right now, you know, because it's like everything's not going to be so controlled and like, oh, we're just like, we're just kind of making it. We know what's coming in. And, and it's just like, you kind of lose this, this, uh, this margin for the Lord to just like come in and just provide in a really crazy way. Um, and so for me, that part is really exciting just to be like, man, I, I need that daily bread. That's all I got, you know, like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that. that's all I, that's all I got, man. And so, um, uh, and unpredictability apart absolutely. from the Lord's faithfulness to you. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So it's, it's a lot yeah. of that, man, where it's just like, you know, Hey, like I know what I need to do. I know that this is working. I know that the system works. And so it's just do it, you know? Um, but I, I think, you know, a lot of that fear was kind of compounded with a lot of burnout and a lot of like, I was just running too hard. Like my, you know, the last several months, it's like, I would wake up, try to be a good husband and father, take a sales call, work at the church until lunch, take another sales call, work at the church until five, take another sales call and then go home. And you're just like, I'm done, dude. Like I got nothing. Left. And so there was a lot of that of like, at the very least, like I have to get out of that, you know, just for my sake and sanity and the, the sake of my family, you know? And so then, so it was kind of cool to see, like, there's this side of like this provision of like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get you out of that to a healthier spot. And also you're not just like floating, but there's this really amazing opportunity for you to, to you to for you to jump into and, and run towards. So, well, and Hunter, walk me through your thought process. So it sounds like in the beginning of the journey here, it it was a passion and it was something that you yep. and not an, not only have dove into because you enjoy it, 
but also have been able to dive into it because you have a passion for coaching. So what was kind of that pivot moment for you where it went from, hey, this is something that I just love to do. And I, you know, the things we love, the things we love to talk about, we just share with everybody. But there's a pretty big transition in going from, I just love this and I want to spend my time with it to, oh, I can monetize this. And then walk us through kind of the, that piece of the journey and then maybe some things that you had to learn as you dove into this. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so one of the things that, that came up really quickly for me was like, it was just this hard realization that things that are free or cheap mean nothing. And so if, if the highest value is to actually get men to be healthy and, and be in the best shape of their life, the best mental space in their life, the most belief and expectation in their life, that honestly is probably not gonna happen through me just like sharing Instagram posts. It probably isn't. Because I, I, what I've realized you know, over time is like 90% of guys out there, A, won't ever really realize that there's something broken that, that needs to be fixed and they could even get to a better spot. But then after that, you have this 5% where there's a lot of guys out there, they kind of get into this whole thing and, and they're listening to the podcast and they download the PDFs and, and so they get all this head knowledge, but they don't do anything with it, like nothing. They, 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 have, they have some semblance of like, I kind of know what I need to do, but they're not actually gonna get into the arena, you know? Um, and so for me, it was this kind of thing. It felt kind of like this weird paradox of like, if I'm really going to like, have impact like I have to charge for it like I have to there has to be that sense of skin in the game and buy-in and because without that I'm, I'm just talking to to a lot of people that won't do anything with it you know and so it's like and, and that's great I think that's worthy to an extent you know hopefully it motivates people and, and inspires people but I'm not really like the whole passion at the end of the day is like I really 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 want to see lives transformed and so that was the thing of like, whatever that takes to happen, you know? And so that became this thing of like, okay, this has to be legit. Like this has to really, there has to be a system and a framework and tools. And, you know, I gotta, I gotta polish up. I gotta learn a lot. I gotta, you know, build my skills so that I can bring these guys, bring these guys here, you know, because at the end of the day, it, it was just, it was this thing of, there's plenty of fitness content out there, you know, like nobody needs more. Um, but, and, and at the end of the day, that's really, it's just not worth much. And so for me, I've always been a very, like, I've been always driven by impact, like high impact. You know, I don't want you to just like be like, oh, that's cool. You know, like I, I, I want to be, to have the skill and the heart and the vision to like really, really take you from one place to another. Um, and so that was a lot of it. And, and that kind of feels like, kind of weird and paradoxical. And it, it was a, definitely a struggle for a while because it was, you know, the, the, the whole heart with this was like men in the church, you know? And so that's, that's hard though, because a lot of men in the church don't have money for coaching. You know, they don't, and they might, they might never have that, you know? And so it's definitely been a lot of like hard realities that I've had to face, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that journey was just kind of, I think it was just coming to the conclusion of like, man, like with my first few clients of like, this is actually working, mm. you know, and this is actually valuable. This is actually doing more than I thought that it would. Because at first it was this kind of like, man, I just want to get guys in the church introduced to like fitness and bodybuilding and those kinds of things. It was kind of like, you know, this very low bar. 
but then all of a sudden I saw these guys like, dude, I have way more clarity as I do my job. You know, I have way more confidence as a leader. I have, you know, like my wife is like, hey, you look really good right now, you know, <laughs> and which like, you know, it's like, it's funny, but yeah. like, dude, that's, that's amazing. No. Like, hey, man, I, I, I laugh because it. it's such a good thing. Yeah, it's absolutely. good. And we don't have yeah. to be weird about that. Like, no, not at dude. all. Yeah. And so, you know, there, there was just the, these things where it's just like the, the value of it, I think over time in reality, just kept expanding in my head of like. And, and, and to the point now where I'm just like, dude, fitness is the easy part. Like, that's super easy. Like, I can, you know, I, I feel pretty confident. I can get you wherever you want to go if you'll be willing to do the work, you know. But the, the, you know, kind of the waves that come out of that, like, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm mm -hmm. looking for more discipline in life. Like I'm looking for more clarity in life, more vibrancy and zeal and uh, just an expectation, you know, and joy and lightheartedness and all these things, you know, like that's what I'm really after. And so there was a lot of that where um, it just, it had to be experienced, you know, because again, that was this thing where I'm like, yeah, I think it's possible that that would happen, but then I, I kept seeing it in reality, like in my clients, you know? And so that really just expanded, um, it expanded the vision, it expanded the, the thought behind all of this, you know, where now it's like, man, I mean, again, we're just, we're using it as a tool, but there are way deeper waters for you to experience here. And so, and with that, I mean, and there's obviously like a, a financial component to that, you know, because then it, it takes me from this place of like, well, I'm not just a fitness coach, you know, like I want you to be completely transformed. And so, yes, like that's more valuable. Like that's worth literally more money. And I, I still, I'm like, I hate talking about that because it just feels weird. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm sorry, you'll have to work with me. But, um, but no, but, but seriously, it just, it kind of, it was that thing of just the reality of like, man, I, I want to build something that is extremely valuable and it is very worth, worth it for both me and my clients, you know, yeah. to jump into and, and just lead with that, you know, and that's, that's the thing, man. Um, and so, there's, there's Sorry, not to cut you out. There's no, two things in there, though, that I really love. And uh, one is just the recognition that um, there does have to be skin in the game. And so mm -hmm. you actually uh, do your clients a bit of a disservice if you don't charge, because yep. by charging for your service, you have them truly invested. It's, yes. it's less of an investment in you and more mm -hmm. of an investment in themselves, and you're there to, to facilitate that. Of course, you know, we exactly. want that to be worth uh, your, your time. You're putting in a, yep. a ton. Um, but then the second piece is really uh, interesting where you've uh, discovered, found that uh, just how connected we are, that the, the physical has such ramifications on your mental health, your emotional mm -hmm. health, your spiritual health. And um, I think in church world, it's it's easy to minimize the effect of mm -hmm. the body and physicality and uh, the implications that it has for all of the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting how you're connecting with uh, particularly Christian men on that physical level, but you're really able to then uh, dive deeper on 
so many other facets of, of their life. And I can totally see how that would yeah. play out where you build confidence physically mm-hmm. and that's going to give you then the confidence not only in leadership, but then also in any sort of entrepreneurial dreams yes. or visions that, that people have for whether that's as a side hustle or just finding mm-hmm. some <laughs> other way to bolster your your own and your family's finances. Um, Absolutely. And it's yeah. so cool that you're not just talking about it, but that you're actually modeling that as evidenced by you stepping out and yeah. going yeah. all in. I mean, on, yeah, that, that was, a, that was business. a big part of this, you know, because I've, yeah. I've told my guys for a while, like, man, I would love for you to go through this, like go through my program. And by the end of it, you're like, I'm going to go hire a business coach or I'm going to go invest into this thing or I'm going to go get an LLC and I'm finally going to do it because I feel like it's possible. So there's all of this, you know, it's just the fact of like, Building a physique, A, nobody does it. Nobody's doing it, you know. But, but B, it's, it, you can't buy it. It can't be given to you. Like, you have to go out and you have to be meticulous and faithful and disciplined. And it takes time. And, and, but all the while, it's not just, again, just like you said, it's not just a physical change. That's a mental change. You're retraining your brain to be like, man, if I feel called or led to something I can actually get there. Like I can actually do it because as evidenced by what I've done physically, right? And it, it does give you that sense of of ownership and like, man, if, if I can do that, I can do anything, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, it, and honestly it makes those other things feel pretty simple. And I've always said, I'm like, yeah, I mean I I, I don't <laughs> just like you said, I don't want to be the guy that's like, yeah, dude, like go take a risk. Like you got it, you know, go do it. And then I'm not doing the same thing. I'm not, I'm not modeling that. And so I've been like, man, I I hope that this is kind of a a case study in a way for you guys of like, man, this is, this is what it can look like. You know, if you find the right thing and you, you, you do it well and, um, and you're in the right room with the right people, like it can happen and it can happen really quickly. And so it's just that, again, that expectation and, um, and I think it's, but it, it is absolutely hard in the church because I think, you know, one of the things that we fight against is, is honestly, it's Gnosticism, you know, which is yeah. like, we would say it's a heresy, but people like very sincere Christians believe that all the time, you know, of just like my body means nothing. Like I like just, it's just going to burn with everything else and blah, 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 blah. And so you have so many guys in leadership and just in the church in general, where they're honestly, they all their eggs are in the basket of my quote unquote heart for ministry, you know? And that's, again, that's beautiful. Like you have to have that, but there is, you're going to, you're going to bump into the reality of living in the United States in 2023. That is true. Mm -hmm. So all of these layers of epidemics that we're seeing of obesity, chronic illness, heart disease, low testosterone, mental health, those things aren't, I say this all the time, but like those things aren't just like passing over the church. Like those are happening within the church and more than likely one or multiple of those things are going to happen to you if you're not careful. Right. And so it's just the thought of like, man, if I want to run this race, well, if I want to get to the end of my, not just have more, more years, but better years. If I want to be an effective leader, if I want to keep up with my grandkids at the beach, you know, in 20 years or 30 years, like, dude, that starts right now. And it's, it's not the longer you wait, the harder it'll be. And you're seeing the gap widen. I mean, I I can't imagine what just reality looks like in 15, 20 years. Like it's going to be insane. And it's going to be really sad because there are going to be a lot of guys that they didn't take the risk. Now they didn't have that vision now. 
and they're going to end up completely incapacitated. And they're going to have all of these ideas and all this vision and all these thoughts in their head that are going to die in their head because their physical reality didn't allow them to actually do anything with it. And that's super sad. And so for me, I'm just, it's like, I, I want to yeah. save as many, not save, that sounds, that's crazy, but I want to help as many guys as possible, like avoid that. And, and there are a ton of spiritual discipline, like disciplines within this, you know, of like, I mean, that's the truth of like, within this, it's like you are denying your flesh, like you're exercising self-control. You're not doing the easy things. Like it's, it's very hard. It's very uncomfortable. But again, in that you're just, it's, it's like, man, I'm, I'm sowing into something better for a greater reward down the, down the road. Even if that's just being a more present father and husband, like, dude, that's worth it. And, um, and so it, to me, it's, it's, there, there's a lot of layers here. Um, but, uh, from the, yeah, it, it's kind of funny. Cause you look at that from a business perspective of like, dude, there's, there's going to be no shortage of people to help, <laughs> you know, in the right. future and it's getting worse year by year. And so, um, well, that's huh? a sad reality, but yeah. I, and I want to actually camp on that for just a minute. You know, you've, you've talked quite a bit here about how the mental side plays into it and how mm -hmm. the fitness impacts your mental state, but maybe going to the other side of that coin, you, you mentioned that, you know, 5% of people, this is on their radar, 95% mm -hmm. are tuned out to it. And then even within mm -hmm. that, we know probably from experience, the starting, the stopping, the new diet, the new mm -hmm. routine for a month or two. So I'm kind of curious, maybe twofold. I want you to dive into like what has helped you be a mainstay and keep you going through this. But, but maybe the other side mm -hmm. too, just from a business perspective is for you, are you targeting for clients that 5% who are ready to go? Or are you trying to cast a wider net and try to help motivate people to even open their eyes to it? You know, where do you focus your time in that regard? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's probably um, right now, at least, like, it's just me, you know, so I have to be pretty tactical with like, where I'm aiming, right. And so there, there's a, there's a, that's, again, something I've had to learn of just like, you know, go after people that are ready. At one point, absolutely, I, I want a lot broader net. But um, I think, you know, that kind of 5%, there's even something there of like, these guys kind of get, they kind of have that spark of like, oh, self-development, like I need to, you know, level up, whatever. And so I just get very concerned with where they're finding that inspiration, right? Because they're going out to these places where, you know, the, uh, the manosphere, if you want to call it that is, I would say it's a religion in itself easily. You know, I mean, it's just, it's this giant list of do's and don't do's and all this stuff. And so for me, I, I want to have as many people like myself that are like, Hey, like, yes, level up and you're ready, but there's a right way to do this and a wrong way to do this. Um, and so there's a lot of that, but, um, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, if, uh, essentially for me, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big thing. You know, that's, that was a lot of my decision to step out of ministry was just this realization, like, man, I, um, I'm not always walking this out in the way that I want these guys to walk it out because I have so little margin. Like I'm basically like, I'm the guy that I'm trying to coach now, <laughs> you know, in a lot of ways. And so I had to really 
walk through that, which, you know, looking back, I'm very grateful for it. I'm grateful that I had this really, really intense and really busy season because I was like, but yeah, but I'm still in the gym. I'm still, you know, not as much as I should be. I'm still keeping up with nutrition, nutrition, not as much as I should be, but I'm still like, there's kind of this baseline, this minimum effective dose that like, even in that kind of season that I've maintained. And I want to model that that's possible. Um, and now, yeah, it's just, it's, it's the, uh, the other side of it is just like, man, I am stepping out, um, into a place where again, like I said at the beginning of like, I want to really be about it. You know, I, I want to fully be about it and exemplify these things and lead in these things and, and be like, man, I, I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not doing. And so it's worth me reorganizing my life and quitting a job and all these things in order to maintain that sense of peace in myself, maintain this sense of health, um, mental health, physical health in me so that I then therefore have something to actually give, right? Of just like my cup has to be filled. I cannot give what I do not possess. And so there's so much of that of like, I can talk about it all day long, but I don't think that's actually going to be helpful. What's going to be helpful is for me, a guy that's, Hey, I'm in the exact same stage of life. You are, I'm 31. I'm married. I have three little kids. Like I'm doing all this stuff. I'm trying to serve the church and I'm still doing this, you know? Um, and I have to be able to, to model that and show what that is actually like, you know, because a lot of guys, they'll go to a coach that's like 20 years old and isn't married and doesn't have kids. And it's just like, do you have no idea, bro? You have no <laughs> idea. And, and you're telling me to sleep eight hours? Like, I have a newborn at home, bro. Like, that's, that's just literally not a possibility right now. And so yes. for me, it's just that thing of like, that's what, those, that's what these guys need, you know? And, and they need somebody to, to model it and, and be about it and not just talk about it, you know? Not just talk about it as a theory um, or something in the abstract, but it's just like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm literally doing it. And I'm, I'm willing to do the hard work of getting this down on paper and as a, as a framework for you to follow. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the, yeah, the, the mental, mental side is, is a massive for me. I mean, over time, that's probably become the biggest, you know, the biggest point for me of like, yeah, like it's really fun. We have the freedom to get into bodybuilding and aesthetics and all these things, but it's also just like, man, I, I want to, that's the bigger thing for me right now is just like equipping leaders that are leading businesses that are entrepreneurs themselves or leading churches. And it's just like, dude, you have so much weight on your shoulders. And if you're not careful, it will destroy you. And at the very best, you'll be burnt out and hate your life. And at the very worst, like you're going to hurt a lot of people because of, mm -hmm. because of you not investing in yourself in this way. And so I think this is a big thing where, um, just, you know, becoming an entrepreneur myself and like really kind of getting insight into how that brain works and loving those people and valuing those people and seeing like, man, there, there are different challenges that you have, you know, it's, it can be a very lonely road. Um, it can be a very stressful road. It can just eat you up, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's, it's, uh, there's so many things you can do, you know, just to keep yourself on that path. So that's one of the things I've loved about your content is uh, just how real life 
you are and that either one, you're not a 20 year old kid who's, <laughs> you know, just doing fitness. You're also not, um, I mean, you, you look the part of an Olympian, but it's not like you were a, a full-time, uh, Olympic weightlifter mm-hmm. who, uh, then retired from your Olympic weightlifting career and went straight into coaching and you've never lived in the real world outside of an Olympic training center. You know, like everything that you're doing is in the context of everyday life that, mm-hmm. I'm sure all of your coaching um, clients, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can relate to them, and uh, that's got to be immensely helpful. I uh, I want to hear what it was like because I remember, um, you know, we connected um, years ago, 2019 ish, um, at a, a conference, and then I started following you, and I remember it was shortly thereafter when you created the Monolith Movement. Instagram page. And I think I was in your first 30 or 40 followers. I'm pretty proud of that. Um, And uh, and over the last uh, four-ish years since you launched it, I mean, it's grown pretty rapidly, but it seems like it's been in the last year-ish that the growth there has really taken off. Mm -hmm. Um, But you've been consistent in posting all the way along. Uh, And so I'm curious, thinking back what was it like creating in the void those first couple of years where it was slow to get traction? Were there ever points where it was like, this is never going to take and I'm a fool for doing this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. how, did, how did you face some of that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're man, I, I think what really helped, uh, you know, I'll have to look. I think it was like February of... 2021 maybe or 2022 i'll have to look and when i but i I feel like i was posting a lot about this stuff like on on personal and so that was like a big leap for me right because it was like what are people gonna think like this is kind of weird i work on a on i work at a church and i'm posting these like you know this is what i'm working out today and like here's what this means to me and and i expected a lot of pushback so i think I, i think that was like the hardest thing honestly was more the like what are people going to think about this? Like, are, are people going to see this as like, oh, like, oh, he's, he's, you know, backsliding or, you know, or at least like kind of getting into this like kind of semi-dangerous territory. There goes Hunter again with his thirst traps on I know, Instagram. Uh, like. <laughs> it's all, it's all dudes. I don't, you know, it's all dudes yeah, on there. I know, so I know. It's fine. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that, that was the thing, man. It was just, it, it was just such a, a fear of like, how how will I be received in this? You know for sure um, because, and I still have those people on Instagram where it's just they just do not get it and they hate hate what I'm doing. You know mm-hmm. as as what that's how it seems right, and yeah. um, and it it kind of that stuff can get to you for sure because you're like I mean nobody wants to be idolatrous or like you know in some like weird weird spot but um, but I. You know, it, it was definitely a grind, um, but it was just like, man, I, I love it, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna keep going, and I don't really care, you know. So I think there was this, this sense of like, it was helpful to start out and not really have much expectation. It was helpful just to be like, we just need to talk about this, you know, because there wasn't this like, I gotta go make money, you know, I gotta go yeah. get clients, I gotta go build a following. Like it was just kind of like, man, I mean. Whoever wants to hear about this will will come, you know, and it'll be fine. Um, I think the other thing that was really helpful was I'd been out of 
the design game for a long time. And so this kind of allowed me to get back into designing just for the fun of it, you know, and just creating things that I liked to create and copywriting and like, you know, just saying what I wanted to say. So there was a part of it where it was just, it was really freeing to be like, cause I think in that time too, when, especially when I started it, you know, it's like, you're kind of dead in the middle of this weird masculinity conversation and especially in the church and everybody's just trying to figure it out and you're seeing all these crazy things you know going on and um it was just it was this thing of like man i i kind of have to say my piece you know i kind of have to say say what i really think because um it was really driving me crazy just to everything i would say would be through this filter um of like i just i have to sound really nice i have to sound what you name it, you know, and it was this very like not me kind of thing. And so it kind of gave me this this avenue of like, man, this is like really who I am. Um, this is really what what I think and, and believe and and um, and what I what I want to give to others. And I think that was that was what really kept me going, you know, because there are absolutely times where you're just like, dude, this is so dumb. Like, what am I doing? You know, this is so silly. Um, but at the same time, it was just it was that that road to be like, man, this is, I think this is really important. And I think this, at the very least, this is like causing some little spark in me of like, I'm really excited to share these things, you know? And, and I think whenever that happens, like you really need to pay attention to it. You know, you really need to pay attention to it because the, the reality is there are a lot of people, I mean, this, you guys are talking about entrepreneurship. So there, like, there are a lot of people out there, majority of people, like, they don't even have anything like that. Like there's nothing in their life that's like, this is a spark, like this is exciting for me. They're just kind of rolling and just taking it, you know? Um, And so wanting to lead in that and, you know, that's a big deal for me. Like I I want people to be excited, you know, and have something where it's like, man, I can really, really be me and and say what what I need to say. And um, so at the the beginning, this really allowed that to, to happen for sure, yeah. One one of the things you've talked about on the the business side is building systems, surrounding yourself with people who are maybe a few years down the road living it. And I, I'm curious how that's tied in, maybe both of those, to not not only your journey, but really just kind of what you were saying of like those days where you were feeling like you were going at it alone and you were asking yourself, hey, is this going to work? Am I doing the right thing? You know, did who who was speaking into your life at that time, and and maybe maybe who were some of the influential people to help you ramp this thing up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there, there's several people. Like, I have a brother-in-law, Keith. That um, I mean, he he's the guy that got me into creative things when I was like a like a teenager, you know. And he just has always exemplified like, dude, just go and do it, you know, just like be your own boss. Like, and he's, he's done that for a long time so well, you know, um, and just always pushing me like whatever it was. It was just like, dude, you got like, you know, just, I mean, for, for years, you know? Um, and it's like, he, he was incredible in that way. Just to always say like, you know, in terms of like the creator in me, like I got started really early because of him. And, where a lot of people like they weren't ready for a job until after art school, you know, like at a university. And I was like, dude, I, I was doing this stuff in high school, you know? So like that, that was a really cool thing. And again, just like a, this part of like, 
a high value skill that I can do just whenever. If a rainy day comes, like I can, I can jump into that and I can do photography, design, filmmaking, any of that stuff. I can do it. You know, it's, it's not hard at this point. And so, um, so that was always super helpful. Um, there's a guy, uh, his guy, Scott, Scott Frazier, who was on staff at, at church with me. He's since jumped out. He got into real estate investing. I mean, he's very much in y'all's world. Um, and he was one of those guys, you know, a few years ahead of me and, um, got kind of reconnected with him. And, you know, I mean, that, that blew my mind. Cause that was that, that's where I got a lot of this idea of like, man, it's just, it's just inputs and outputs at the end of the day, you know, and, um, thinking through things like that and, and him, him really pushing me, you know, because I talked about that kind of scarcity that comes from, from, um, from ministry. And I think over the last couple of years, as I've been wrestling with all this and like, man, I'll go apply to this job or like, you know, I got this offer or that offer. And it was just funny to see my brain kind of expand of like, you know, I remember getting an offer for like 85,000 a year and just like freaking out, like, holy crap, because that, you know, especially because that, that would be like, oh, well in five years, you know, you could be at this role that's 200,000. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I can't even fathom that. Like, that's insane to me, you know? And over time you're just like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, like yeah. that, 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 sh that should be, you know, um, that should be a low bar, you know, like you should be building the school, the skills that, that kind of, uh, you know, so it was those guys, I mean, definitely some others where it was just, you know, as, as a lot of guys like having, just having my back, you know, they might not be like entrepreneurs themselves or like all that invested in a monolith, but they are very invested in me and very invested in like, man, I want to see you thriving and, and be who you need to be and be who you're called to be. And like, I'm in your corner and I'm going to push you. And, and I probably annoyed the hell out of these guys for the last like year because there were so many points where I was just like, what do I do, dude? Like, I, like, I, you know, and, and they're just like, bro, chill. Like, you're going to be fine, you know, like just, and, and so I've had to go back and like apologize to all those guys recently because it's like, dude, I should have listened to you like months ago, you know, and I didn't, I was just very stubborn. And so, but it was just, it's kind of having those people that are like long suffering, you know, and they're just, they're in it, in your corner with you. Like they, they want you to thrive. They want you to succeed and they'll bear the brunt of all of your stubbornness and fear and they'll just, they'll always be there, you know, and um, so I've been extremely blessed to have, I've been, and you know, a lot of the other guys were guys that were, I was on staff with at, at this church that have since gone out, several of them into real estate, several, you know, into like entrepreneurship and owning businesses. And like the track record is incredible. Like that, that was what I, I've told all those guys, like, it's pretty crazy to see like, man, you just, you went out and you took a risk and, and you've, you've been building this life that you never thought was possible for you. And it's better than you imagined it would be, you know? And it's the cool part of like, and it's not like you're sitting here grieving your time in ministry. You're sitting here like that time in ministry set me up to do this, to be um, a, a person, uh, you know, salt and light in the world. Because you go out there, you know, you, you start, you know, just the reality of business in the world. And a lot of times it's very cutthroat. It's very like, and I'm just looking at these younger kids kind of coming up into things. And I'm like, y'all can't even talk to people, you know, much less make somebody feel welcomed, you know, and have a sense of hospitality about you. And, and so it's just seeing these guys like just go and thrive. And it's because they were in a position for a long time where their entire job was self-development 
and taking care of people and being pastoral and all of these things and just fighting for excellence, even when the money was not there, they still were faithful and they fought really hard to, to be excellent and do the job. And now they're in this place where like the money is there and they're taking those same characteristics of like, man, I'm just going to be hospitable. I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to treat people well. I'm going to fight for people's best interest. And 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 they're just naturally set apart in that, you know. And so for me, it was just really cool to kind of have that. I'm like one of the last guys, you know, that was just like, man, I'm going to step out and, and do this because I'm like, well, hey, like you guys walked so that I could run, you know, in a way. Or I'm the guy that's going to fail and you guys are, you know, like at some point somebody's got to, you know, just crash and burn. But um, I think uh, <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see, you know, it's like, man, it's just a really, it's a really good track record and just being surrounded by by people that are, you know, they're just like, dude, like we got you, you know, and um, and that's really what I what I want to continue to to build, and like that's the network I want to have, you know, um, where, you know, again, it's hard and it's lonely, but also does not have to be at all, you know, like there, yeah. it's it's all right there, just to to be like, man, we're gonna go out and we're gonna do big things and we're gonna have impact and we're gonna hold each other up. Um, even though we're not on the same staff or on the same team, it's like, you know, man, we're in this fight together. So I think that's yeah. super cool. Well, that's awesome. That, I mean, one, it just speaks to the, the culture of the church and ministry that you're a part of mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm glad that you stated explicitly like, Hey, this is not a, a bad thing. This is actually a sign of health that, mm -hmm. um, all of these people who are coming through this place, whether it's as, uh, uh, members of the congregation or more specifically as staff that they're cultivating all these skills and then they're seeing opportunities to use those skills those gifts as salt and light in the world um, and uh, and that you're now following in that uh, well-trodden path of, mm. of mentors and people that have gone before you I also think it's really helpful what you're talking about where you've had different mentors coaches in your own life that have expanded the horizons of possibility in mm -hmm. your mind like I remember that of feeling like oh man to to be making $85,000 a year with the the potential to you know get into the the mid hundred thousand dollars a year by the the end of my career like I'll be set for life I uh, I haven't given too much time to think about this but with the crazy inflation that we've mm. seen the last few years, I think it's shaken uh, that for a lot of people of our mm -hmm. generation of just that it's like, okay, if I'm dependent upon a wage, wage growth is not keeping up with cost of housing, cost mm -hmm. of inflation. Like if I ever want to buy a house, settling in at a 90 to $100,000 a year job, while that sounded good 10 years ago, mm. it's just it's not going to cut it if, mm -mm. especially if you got a wife and kids, you know, it's, um, and so I think that that's, uh, that's also something that a lot of people just need exposure to of mm -hmm. uh, abundance. Yep. And I wanted to talk to you, you mentioned, um, uh, thinking about and going from one job to another, most people see it as more or less a one for one, you know, maybe mm -hmm. I can get a, a 10, $15,000 bump, but you're talking about with what you're building in your business. It's like a one to a hundred mm -hmm. because you have leverage of mm -hmm. where you're, you're building a program and you have an online reach. And I think a lot of people don't fully understand 
the power of leverage and just how wide their reach can be. Mm. So I'm curious what your experience has been there and any thoughts that you have, especially for somebody who's thinking about building or entrepreneurship or how to get ahead. Um, just what have you experienced in terms of uh, building an online reach and being able to leverage um, coaching and um, sort of these knowledge-based products? Um, yeah, it, I, it, it's, it's pretty, I think it's hard for our minds to fully comprehend what's possible, like with, with the internet, with social media. And, um, like that, that was a really hard thing for me to kind of like a hard co corner for me to turn, honestly, you know, because I, I thought that, man, I had to fully explain who I am to these people before they'll like buy-in and that that might be true for a lot of people but um what i've seen is like man if you can just i mean the power of like the niche especially is massive you know because and it's and it's the the thousand fans kind of principle of like you you don't i mean honestly you don't need this like massive thing but you know you can build an insane life with a thousand fans like just that like that's that's not that hard to to, to find and and so it's, it's really all about, you know, in your area or in your area of expertise, just like, dude, I, I want to be the person in that area, right? Like, I, I want there to be no other option. I want there to, like, this is just like, just what you do, you know? And within that, you kind of start, you know, what, what I've had to learn is you start um, just speaking that language, you know, and you, you really... Um, uh, it's having this insight into man where these people are at what they're struggling with what they want what their vision is and so what i've noticed over time is like the more that i can hit onto all of those layers you know it's not just the negative thing of like you shouldn't be fat you know like the low-hanging fruit but it's also like the other end of the spectrum of like dude i just want you to be like a vibrant man you know yeah because that's what they want, you know, that's what everybody wants. And so, it, so much of that is just like, if you can kind of picture this person, like this is the like avatar, this is like the person that I want to help. And you understand all the ins and outs, you understand their life, you understand their pain points, what they need, what is actually going to be helpful, you know, to them. And even in that, it's just like, I've had to go from, I'm just gonna overload you with all of this information that I know. And then they, they get into the program, they're like, holy crap, like this is a lot, you know? And it's just like, okay, half that crap doesn't even matter right now. Doesn't matter. Like they're, they're you know, like let, let's, let's focus on basics, you know, like this will come with time, you know? And so, um, but I, I, th I think that, uh, yeah, it's, it's really just, yeah, it's kind of hard to answer this question, honestly, because it's just like, man, it, so much of this is in process, you know, of just like... Totally. Um, Maybe one way of kind yeah. of dialing in in a little bit is, um, so we haven't even talked about how you're based in one of the greatest cities of all time in, uh, <laughs> in Austin, Texas. I love Austin. If I could live anywhere else in the world... Austin, Texas is, is <laughs> probably number one, maybe number okay. two on the list. But, right. um, but I'm curious with, uh, with what you've built online... Like how wide is your reach? Are you still mostly working with folks that are Austin based or are you starting to engage with people that are 
much uh, like outside of just your oh, yeah. physical location. Yeah. So that, that, you know, again, that was a big, like, you know, kind of a, a big milestone was getting to a place where it's like, okay, it's not just like guys that are like right around me. It's guys in Seattle. It's guys in New Jersey. It's guys in Puerto Rico. It's got, you know, and so like, as of now, I mean, it's, it's like those four time zones, which is really cool. I mean, there's guys in Arizona, there's guys in Wyoming, there's guys in, you know, Kansas City, Florida, Indiana. I mean, it's just, it's kind of, it's, so that, that part is really, really cool with, with what I do specifically. Cause it's like, it's, it can be global, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Like that, that potential is there. Um, and so there's, again, you just look at that and you're like, I mean, the numbers are absolutely in your favor if you can capture that attention you know and so um that that part has been really really cool to see of like man i mean i can i can work with anybody anywhere and and you know and again i it's just and so then it, it becomes very realistic of like i'm just looking for this one kind of guy and that guy is all over the place and um yeah it just it opens up a whole new new world of possibilities for sure and I'm really glad you speak to that because I think, again, with sort of a, a scarcity mindset, we hear niche down and you start to think like, oh, shoot, like I only know five people in that niche. Or when I think about my church or my community, yeah. like there's two people that might be interested mm -hmm. in what I'm offering. But mm -hmm. when you expand uh, the mindset to like, no, like there are tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands mm. of people within this little niche that I'm creating, but they're just spread out all over. And now with the power of the internet, like I get to reach those folks and mm -hmm. create the community of this niche. Um, and I, I mean, obviously I love how you're, um, you're doing that with what you built and I'm glad that you're seeing success and being able to make connections yeah. all over yeah. the yeah. the United States and beyond. It's, but it, it it's is kind of, awesome. it is kind of scary because you're like, man, is this too specific? But again, there's no shortage sure. of those people. And, yeah. and again, it's like, I, I, I want to be the absolute best at that specific thing, at least for now, you know, cause again, it's like, yeah. I'll, you know, while it's just me, while I'm like solopreneur, like I have to be laser focused. And so for me, I don't want to have like a million products and all these different things I'm doing. It's like, I want to have this one thing that is constantly refined that is, you know, I'd rather be like raising Cane's chicken than McDonald's, you know, at this point. It's like, yeah. like that's what I want to do. You know, it's like, we make chicken and we make it really well. So just tell <laughs> us how much you want. And that's kind of the question. And so um, that's, uh, that's really what I'm shooting for for now. And obviously, like, you know, the idea is that this team can grow, I can hire other people. And then it, and then it becomes like, okay, maybe, maybe then it's time to like widen that, that net a little bit. Like, let's you know, let, let's give some kind of lower bar things that people can, can jump onto. Um, and so there, there's, a, there's so many possibilities. I and mean, that's what's, what's crazy because like people are always like, dude, when are you going to do merch, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. like, I want to really bad. Like that sounds really fun, but also don't want it to like pull away from, man, like this is going to be the thing um, for, for a while. Like this is going to be the, the big heavy hitter. And um, so but that's kind of always I've talked about that before, but like that the monolith movement, like that movement word was like this really unfortunate like that was just the handle that was available like was okay. monolith movement and i was like god so lame i hate that it's so dorky i just but over time <laughs> like I, it was kind of like it was just this this weird like i don't know it's just weird thing like foresight from the lord because i was like man i there was there was no thought of like this will be a community you know it was just like 
this won't, you know, this is just like one-on-one coaching. Like that's all that this, this will be for a while. Um, I even have that, you know, at that point. And so, but to see like, okay, that, that's, it's kind of grown and to the point now where that's what has been a really fun thing for me to try to figure out because I'll have guys that come to me that are like, bro, I'm great in terms of fitness and diet. Like I'm, I'm on point. Like I, I've, I've like competed in bodybuilding or I've done this, but like, I need people. Like I need the community I need, or maybe it's like, I need the like mindset coaching. I need the discipleship. Like I need those other things. And yeah. so for me, that's, what's been really cool to see is like, man, there's so much possibility, you know? And so it's, it's kind of, but the, the, the tension for me right now is just like, man, I got to just like be really head down and like, like these are the guys, this is kind of like the, the top of the hierarchy of like who, who needs this most. And as I go, it's like, I mean, there's just, there's so many different things that, that I could do that a would be really, really fun and really impactful, but also would, you know, be additional streams of income, you know, so merch, like lower level, you know, like packages that aren't necessarily coaching, like retreats. I've had this idea of like, it was kind of funny. I had this idea for a long time of just, I would love to like go to churches and teach their staff this or teach their congregation this framework, you know? And I had never, t- I, didn't, I haven't even, I hadn't even told my wife that. And I was on like two or three different sales calls with these guys. And they, at one point they just stopped. These are different sales calls too. And they were, they just stopped and they're like, dude, I just, I have this vision of you like traveling all over the country and like teaching this to churches and like, so much more health and, and ministry will flow out of that. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like I, <laughs> I receive it. All right, let's roll. You know, um, and that was just, that was really, really crazy. So, um, so that, that's kind of, that's the tension right now, you know, it's just like, it's kind of managing the possibility, um, the possibilities in the, and the, and what can happen. Right. Because I don't want to get so split that like, and that's all, I mean, even just to go full circle back of like, you know, I certainly don't want to be working as much as I was, you know, at this stage of life with three little kids, you know? So there's so much of this where it's just like, what is like the heavy hitter? And that's how I would want anybody that's, you know, thinking about entrepreneurship. Like, man, there are things that, again, that are like a very high return on investment of time. And there are things that are very low. So it's like, you know, I'll I'll meet these guys and they're like, man, I want to, you know, start a side hustle. And they pick something that is like, super, you know, takes a ton of time and has a ton of overhead and, and, you know, and like razor thin margins. I'm just like, dude, that's kind of, it kind of defeats the purpose. You know, like there are other things you have all the time in the world to do that. But right now, like it's, it's all about building a life where you have margin to be a good husband, to be a good dad, to be impactful in your community and in your church and just being a healthy person, you know, like th- that's the whole thing. And those things are there, but you, you need to be really tactical with what, what you're choosing across the board. So that's kind of the, the name of the game for me, you know, just not spreading myself too thin and really just focusing in on um, what, what's going to build, build the life that I want for my family. So, yeah. For sure. Well, I can't wait personally for the uh, Monolith merch to come out because uh, your branding and design work is on point. Um, you also mentioned uh, Raising Cane's a little bit earlier, which, uh, Nick, that makes me think of uh, some golden nuggets, man. You want to, uh, sh- should we sh- land the plane here with a, a few uh, golden nugget questions? You got time for that, Hunter? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, let's do it. Right Absolutely. On. So uh, same four questions we ask our guests every time. It's funny. Um, 
We talk a lot about the five F's of abundant journey. One of them is fitness. So I'm not going to let you use that one since uh, <laughs> we've talked fitness. So pick one of these here that you are working on this year for improvement. So family, finance, faith, no fitness is an option in future. So pick one of the F's there and tell us how you're working on getting better. Uh, man, I'll say, I'll say family for sure. Like right off the bat, man. I mean, I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, a, a big reset that's needed for me. Um, just again, burnout and, and working way, way too much and all that stuff. So it's kind of this big reset of, um, that that's, that's first, like that's gotta be taken care of really well. So, um, that's a lot of this. Like, so my Mondays I'll be at home with my, my two little girls. Like, that's amazing. Like that'll be great time and i'm just mentally like i'm just not gonna think about monolith like i'm just you know i might have a call here or there or whatever but that's fine um and really you know having that spending that margin well right and so date nights you know hey let's let's go on trips hey let's just let's let's load everybody up let's go do something fun and, um, and it's also given me and it's really just all the practicalities of this right of like now i have this ability to hey if you want to book a call, it's nine to five or 10 to five or 10 to four or whatever. And it's like, when, you know, when everybody is here at the end of the day, like we're here, like no more, I'm not getting on calls unless somebody's like paying me. I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. And so really it's just spending that time well, um, kind of resetting a lot of those expectations. Um, you know, there's a lot of development stuff I want to do. Um, I've been listening to there's a there's a resource called Celebrate Calm. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but it's kind of like a like a parenting kind of. I mean, it's, it's super dense. This guy has like a million things to listen to, but I've really enjoyed that. You know, so it's like it's just a whole series on like parenting toddlers, you know, or dealing with tantrums or all these things, you know, and so. Um, it's like the unfortunate part of like, man, I, I have not been the best at, at a lot of those things. And so now it's this kind of opening an opportunity of like, man, I, I really want to invest in, uh, myself as a person, as a husband, as a father. And, and so it's, it's going to be this, you know, organizing the lifestyle and the structure where it's like, man, that's a big part of what I do every day, you know? So it's just, it's, it's reading, it's yeah. education, like, um, I think I'm hiring a life coach, which will be really cool just, just for me. Um, and, uh, and again, like the return on that is huge because then it, it, it makes me more effective as a husband, more effective as a, as a father, as a leader. And, um, and again, it goes back to that thing of like, man, I'm not going to ask you guys to do something I'm not willing to do. Like, I'm going to put my, my money where my mouth is. I'm really going to do this. I'm going to be sold out on my education and my development and I don't ever want to stop that. Um, and that's the, that's the highest priority, you know? And so work cannot get in the way of that. You know, other things can't get in the way of that. Um, cause I want to lead with a full cup. So yeah. hundred percent. Oh, that's great. Great answer. And, and, and I, I don't say it very often, but you know, all of those we talk about, they, they intertwine just like we've, you've continued to say yep. so many times on the episode between the faith, the fitness, the family, all of those, they, they just, they're part of who we are. So that's great. Yeah. Next one here. What's a quote from a book or mentor that stuck with you along your journey? Man, 
Um, man, this was, this was pretty cool. I'll share this. This was, I, I told you about Scott Frazier earlier. Um, this, he sent this to me on fr last Friday, which was my last, uh, my last day in ministry. And there was this really long text, but he sent me this, uh, I'll, I'll just read it because this is really interesting. He said, last, I leave you with these words from the Spurgeon, from the Spurgeon about risk and this missionary William Borden's mantra. And he said, this is William Borden's words. He said, they who navigate little streams and shallow creeks know but little of the God of tempests. But they who do business in great waters, these see his wonders in the deep. And then he said, those who take small risks experience a small God. Those who do business in great waters experience a great God. And then he said, in regards to Borden, here was what was found in his journal before his death. No reserves, no retreats, no regrets. And so, you know, I, I was reading that on Friday and I was just like, golly like that that's like 100 percent. that's 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 beautiful because I, I i've literally been living that out you know of just everything is such a like man i i feel fully in control 100 percent in control like you know you know i know what to do i do my job well money's coming in it's fine it's kind of like the, the golden handcuffs you know but again like i said earlier it's like you leave so little margin for just like that expectation, like, Lord, you really have to come through in this time, you know? And so, um, and, and it's safe, but you're, you're experiencing this really thin reality is what I would say, you know? And so now it's just this idea of like, like I said earlier, it's like, I just, I just want to see what the Lord will do. And I think that, that like, I think he really, um, blesses that, you know, whether you're like, quitting your job and going overseas to be a missionary or jumping out into this, this business or you're, you know, leaving a lot of wealth to just be a better father and better husband. Like, I, I think all of those things, it's like the Lord's like, he, he just, you know, it's just that stripping away. And I think that's, that's what I've been experiencing a lot lately. Um, and it's very painful, but it just expands your reality so much of just you know like man now now there's this 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 idea of there's no more just like yeah that'd be cool and it's more so like man the lord's given me that vision to be like okay go and do it good you know you have everything you need go and do it yeah um and the only reason it doesn't happen is if i haven't called you to it <laughs> or you don't do the work and that's it mm -hmm. outside of that you have every freedom you have every right um, to go and chase something. And I, th I think that's the biggest thing um, that, that these guys have helped me to, to realize is just, um, you know, especially in the, in the faith, right? Like it, it's not simply Jesus dying on our behalf and rising from the dead. It's also all of these gifts. It's also, we are surrounded by evidences of his goodness and kindness in our life. Right. And all he's asking us to do is just to notice and just to see it. But we are so head down most of the time that that we don't. And we think that there's no <laughs> there's no provision. There's no goodness. There's no kindness. And it's just like, dude, it's everywhere. It's all around you. Mm -hmm. And so for me, this whole season has been just like I just I got to lift my eyes up, you know, and, and that's it. And just see what's possible. And um, and so, 
yeah, I hope that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that I thought that was 100%. I thought that was yeah, beautiful. I, I mean, there there Such was one other point. one that I've I, I can't remember who said it, but I, I posted about this. But it's just this is kind of my like. I wake up and I'm stressed because I'm like, holy crap, what am I doing? Am I absolutely insane? And the quote says, um, I am one in whom Christ dwells in delights. I live in the unshakable kingdom of God. The kingdom is not in trouble and neither am I. And um, just love that, dude. Love it. Um, Good for the, grounding and just, Just yeah. so grounding of just like, man, yeah. you know, and it's like, like what I tell my guys all the time. It's like, man, in, in the end we win. I mean, that's, that's reality for us. And so it's just a matter of like, you know, man, what do you want to make out of this? You know, and do it. You have every right. You have every freedom. Get to so work. <laughs> Get to work, man. I like yep. it. Next one here. What's a dream or goal that you have that you've not been able to make happen yet? Mm. So I've thought about this a lot. Cause like, I, I think the, the dream, the goal, I don't know, you know, obviously if or when we'll get here, but the dream would be to own some land in the hill country here in Texas. Um, and I'm just running this or running whatever else I'm involved in. And uh, my wife is a, she's a worship leader. She's an insane songwriter. Um, and I want to build her a studio and I want her to write, write albums and just record them. And we have the means to just do that and she can just do that. And we just That's live awesome. out and in the middle of nowhere and hunt and fish and, <laughs> you know, and have a gym. So there's a lot of those things. I think there's a lot of this, like, man, like it's, I love Austin. We live out like a little bit outside of the city and it's very, uh, it's getting kind of chaotic even over here. Um, so yeah, I don't know how any of that sounded, but, um, well, that's great. yeah, that, that, a lot of that would be, you know, it's just like, man, it, it's kind of chaotic here. I think we've just long been kind of feeling that like, man, I just want to slow down, dude. Like it's just, mm-hmm. um, I, there's, there's the pace at which everybody's living is really crazy. And, um, and, and I think for us, like just kind of the dream is to be somewhere that really facilitates like a slower pace, more peace, unhurried life, yeah. unhurried. I mean that whole, yeah. I mean, that's, I, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So um, that's the dream. So yeah, I mean, obviously right now it's kind of like these stair steps of I've replaced and then, you know, doubled and tripled my my income, you know, my salary. And so then it's just like, let's do, let's freaking 10 exit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then it's like, and it kind of puts you in this position where it's just like, dude, everything's on the table. Like, do we want to move to the beach because we can if we wanted to do we want to move to the hill country so we can if we wanted to you know and so there's i think it's that kind of a thing of like man we can just like everything's on the table and we can just pray through it and seek wisdom and go wherever we need to go you know because we have little we have little babies and they're not getting any any younger and um we want to just have really really good time and 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 help them to you know grow up in a, in a great life. So, yeah. That's great. Last one here, Hunter, at the end of your life, what do you hope you'll be remembered for? Mm. Uh, man, just somebody that showed others what is possible. I I think, I think that would be a big thing of just, um, Obviously, there's all the the things we would all aspire to, just, you know, faithfulness and 
consistency and, and discipline and long suffering, those things. But I, I think um, what really excites me is to sit with somebody and then be like, dude, I never thought that this was possible for me until you helped me get there, you know, and that fills me with a lot of excitement. And, um, that's the, that's the piece that, um, that, I mean, that's the goal. That's the goal with all of this, whether it's monolith or another vehicle is just like, man, I, it sounds weird, but I just, I want Christians to, to dominate. <laughs> you know, I really do. Like I, I want people that are filled with the spirit and have biblical wisdom to go out and be, the best leaders and the best husbands and wives and parents and, you know, build the best institutions and be the best bosses. And, you know, it's just like, what other option is there? You know, like, why would, why would we leave that on the table? Um, and again, we're not promised it. We're not, you know, we don't have to have it even, but it's just the thinking of like, man, there's so many things that, that could be done with that. Um, and, uh, and so I just, yeah, I just want, I want to be a person that, that always pours that in to others where it's just like, dude, every, man, you have the Lord, you have the spirit, like you win right now, bro. Like you do, like there's no other option. There's no worst case scenario for you. And so let's dream a little bit bigger. Like, let's think a little bit bigger. Let's have a bigger expectation and let's, let's go out and do something, man. And I'm in your corner. You know, and that's that's who I want to be. I never want to be a person that's like shrinking people down. But it's like, hey, man, like, I know you think this is like the cat, but man, that's not. Like, let, let's let's shoot bigger. And I want to help you. I want to help you get there. Um, and so, yeah. I love it, man. Well, you're well on your way. The Lord seems to really be blessing what you're building with Monolith. And uh, man, I can't wait uh, for us to, to check back in with you in a, in a few months or in a year and just see how it continues to grow, how you continue to expand the, the influence, the number of folks that you're connecting with and inspiring. It's amazing. To that end, um, where would you send people that do want to follow you, that want to connect with you, that want to learn more about coaching, what are the best places for those folks to go? Yeah, probably just Instagram. So uh, it's just at monolith movement. Um, that, that's the that's the main, main thing I'm doing right now, um, just to keep it simple. But yeah, you can connect there, um, hit me up there and yeah. I love it, man. Well, we will include a link uh, in the show notes to your Instagram profile, but Love what you're building. Keep up the good work, man. Listeners, thank you so much for coming along on this uh, journey with us. Uh, do connect with Hunter and also connect with us at AbundantJourney.net. If you found value out of the content, which I'm certain you did, please uh, subscribe, leave a review, share the episode with a friend that uh, helps us reach more people and um, hopefully inspire more entrepreneurship and investing for the good of the world. So thanks everybody. We'll be back again soon.